Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Wednesday, August the 28th, 2019. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones. On Friday, we did a uh, we talked a little bit about how everything basically starts with the conversation that leads with the thought that leads into sin. On yesterday, we talked about um, Cain and Abel and how Abel what had favor in eyes of the Lord. Cain did not. But God had warned Cain. Uh, and let him know basically that he was angry. The Lord could see it and told him that if he did basically get himself together and do what was right, that sin was crouching at, at his door. Today, we're going to pick up from that. But the Lord showed me something even in this as I read this. So I'm going to try to pray it and explain it. In verse eight, it says, now Cain said to his brother Abel, let us go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, where's your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? The Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground, which opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you... Work the ground. It will no longer yield its crops for you. You will be a restless wanderer on the earth. And I'm going to stop right there. And I'm going to try to explain um, the revelation that I just received. So we've got Cain and Abel. And even though the Bible does not tell us exactly how they raised their children, just the fact that the Lord said something to Cain lets us know that they were aware of the Lord, that Adam and Eve let let them be aware that there was a God, that they were aware of the Lord because they were even making offerings unto the Lord. So we know that Adam and Eve brought them up in the Lord because they made offerings to the Lord. They honored the offerings that they were supposed to do to the Lord. So we know that they were brought up in the things of God. We also know um, in this that there was something going on with Cain that, uh, that, that God knew about. God knew that something was going on with Cain. We just know that, um, that the Lord didn't look favorably on Cain's offering. And it caused Cain to feel a certain type of way, which, which we can see it was the spirit of envy. And envy usually leads to anger because the Lord then asked him, why are you angry? And then he explained to Cain, you know, which we prayed on yesterday about what's doing if you do what's right. But then it goes on to say that when the Lord questioned Cain, Cain kind of had a smart mouth. He said, I don't know. So he lied. Am I my brother's keeper? So he questioned the Lord. And so what that shows us that even if, you know, we raise our children up in the things of God, because Adam and Eve sinned, there were some things, you could say some generational curses, some disobedience, because the Lord said, what have you done? Listen, we know Adam and Eve did not listen. And here God is saying again, listen, but he had warned Cain before he even murdered his brother about what was in him. He had warned him about what he saw in him. And a lot of us, we have to 
bring our children up in the things of the Lord, but then we also have to warn them about what we see in them. Then we have to pray and intercede about those things because as adults, we know that sin is crouching at their door. We know that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So we have to constantly make intercession on behalf of our children, knowing that Jesus, the chief intercessor, is also making intercession for them. But here you have two children by the same parents, Abel, whose offering was looked upon favorably, and Cain, whose offering was not. And even with the warning, Cain was still disobedient like his parents. And like his parents, his sin caused him to do something that he would later regret. So we have to pray against these things. The Bible is a tool of instruction so that we don't make the same mistakes, so that we don't allow our children to make the same mistakes. And I understand that sometimes things happen. I've got two girls and they are just as different as night and day. So I understand that, but we are always to be praying on behalf of our young people and to ask God to forgive us for the things that we have done that they do not show up later in our bloodline. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the day, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for the revelation of your word. We thank you, oh God, that when you left, you left the Holy Spirit. You left, oh God, the comforter, the one that would come to us, oh God, to give us revelation, the one that abides within us, God, that that allows us, oh God, to draw closer to you in the name of Jesus. So Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we come to bind the spirit of envy, to bind the spirit, oh God, of anger, to bind, oh God, and come up against generational curses in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we say now that everything that we've done ourselves as adults, oh God, even our parents, oh God, that it will not go on to any more generations. We consider it null and void. We cancel the generational curses that have haunted our families for years. We cancel it now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we ask that you would deliver us from the evil one, that you would deliver our children, oh God, that we would walk in ways that are pleasing to your sight, oh God, that, oh God, that when you tell us, listen, oh God, that we would listen, that we would be obedient to your word, oh God, that we We would be obedient to your will and to your way in the name of Jesus. God, you told Cain, listen. Oh, God, hallelujah. You are telling us to listen. You are telling us to open up our eyes to be aware of the signs that we are seeing in the earth that you are coming back. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, you are coming back looking for a church without a spot or a wrinkle. Oh, God, help us on today to practice righteousness. Oh, God, for your word says, oh, God, those that practice righteousness are righteous in the name of Jesus and that those that practice sin are of the devil. Help us on today, oh God, to practice righteousness, oh God. Help us on today, oh God, that if we see our children or young people doing something, oh God, to come alongside them and say, listen, 
sin is crouching at your door in the name of Jesus. Help us on today to be bold and courageous, oh God, to come against or to come alongside our loved ones and say, listen, Sin is crouching at your door. Why are you full of envy? Why are you full of sexual immorality? Why are you full of anger in the name of Jesus? Oh God, help us on today, oh God, so that there'll be no blood on our hands, oh God, that we'll say what you say, oh God, that we'll love what you love, that we'll hate what you hate, oh God. Help us not to fall into that. I'm not judging in the name of Jesus, but help us, oh God, to speak your word, oh God, for none of us are above your word, oh God, but help us, oh God, to speak your word and your word only, oh God, help us on today, help us on today, save us on today, deliver us on today, save our children, oh God, deliver our children, oh God. Hallelujah. Let your angels be encamped around our children on today. For we know that sin is crouching at their door. But we know, oh God, your name is bigger. We know, oh God, that you are greater. We know, oh God, that when the blood of Jesus, hallelujah, is pled over our children, oh God, hallelujah, the death angel has to pass by. So we continue to plead the blood of Jesus over our children on today, oh God. Give them wisdom, oh God. Give them knowledge, oh God. Give them strategy, oh God. Hallelujah. And we'll be sure to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.